the Frames Per Second Podcast. Who does your hair? No one? Me? Aren't you tired of it? All the stares you get. That girl is You want to be one of my girls? Yes. This came all the way from India? Forget about where it's from. Let's focus on where it's going. You're not tender-headed, are you? I'll be fine. What's going on? It's your boy, Nikki Doucet, a.k.a. Mr. No Disrespect, and you now tune in to the Frames Per Second Podcast. Because it's the month of October, mm-hmm. the month of Halloween, we decided to focus on uh, reviewing more horror thrillers, uh, just to stay in tune with the theme of the month. Uh, was this Rod or Nate? Was this no you, and you, no? Or Mike? That was your recommendation. <laughs> I, I thought it was not really a recommendation. Thought, yeah, well, I, Rod suggested going ahead, and knocking it out. Mm-hmm. I think I'm the one who saw the, the you, you trailer. posted the trailer. Yeah, I saw the trailer and was like, okay, guys, let's. let's and I was do like, this. and then I was at the studio one day and y'all was talking about bragging, like ragging on it, and I was like, oh no, this actually looks interesting. I want right. to see it. So the film that we're reviewing in this episode is Bad Hair, um, coming from, it was written, directed, and produced by uh, Justin Simeon, who's known for Dear White Dear People, White People yeah. the film and the TV show on, mm-hmm. uh, oh. you can catch on Netflix. Oh, yeah. I, I watched the Netflix show, yes. Um, it it's a comedy horror. So is it? It's, yeah. a, it's supposed to be a satire, yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. a satire. So let's just jump right into it. The premise of the movie <laughs> is a monster weave. Pretty much. That's so, real. <laughs> that you could just go from there. <laughs> Monster Weave in the late 80s. Uh, what were y'all? Let's get y'all overall thoughts on the movie before we break it down. What y'all think of bad hair? What the fuck? Damn, Ken. <laughs> Shit. You talking about the weave or just the overall movie? I'm going to just stop. Yeah, that was it. Like, what? What is this? But understanding that it's a satire, I gave some concessions. Mm, you would have to. But mm. man, my my takeaway was like after watching was like, are you serious? Damn. Like, okay, Mike, what did you think? I think it had a good idea. I just think the execution was not great. I didn't think it was. I didn't like it. I didn't think it was garbage. Or anything like that. Like, I didn't walk away being like, what the fuck was this bullshit? I was more so like, damn, y'all could have done this so much better. Because there were things about it that I thought was really well done. But then there was so many other things where I was just like, come on, y'all. Maybe y'all should have got people that actually know horror to help you. You could tell these motherfuckers didn't know jack shit about horror movies. Because every single kill was trash. So I may come back to that once they finish. Go ahead. To Mike's point. Um, yeah, I didn't, it, you could see the potential and I, and I feel like with the whole should have reached out to somebody else that actually does horror, you should have took the satire out of it. I think, I think if you would have went a more serious route with it. I think it actually probably would have been good if you would have tried to take it a little bit more serious. Mm. Um, I think the satire is what messed mm-hmm. it up for me. Is it possible to take it seriously? Like, I think to a certain extent because it, there's there, there's horror films that actually end up being funny. Freddy, Freddy was like that. Like mm-hmm. Nightmare on Elm Street like where it should have been like horrifying it actually was kind of funny. So I think you just have to kind of have Not till three. Remember huh? the first one wasn't like that. Yeah, yeah, the first one was but, th- but they did it on purpose. No, no, no. Because no. people were like, oh, he's a child molester and he's a murderer. It's I got too you. much. Got you. But I don't, I don't know if I agree with you on that one. Yeah, so what you mean was Freddie or just no no no, no, oh, no. okay a, a, a killer weave actually ever being able to be taken seriously well well I think they had no choice but to make it a yeah sad. that's and what I'm I, saying I don't know I feel like they probably could have di- okay all right let me let me think about this so when I say serious not like like a um just a Oh, how can I say? You think maybe like, it was just too satirical? Like I think maybe it they just pulled too, back on it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, just pulled back on it a little bit and just and just 
really focus on the horror part. Mm-hmm. Focus on like what you were saying, the killings. Like, like make them actually impactful. And yeah. not, don't make the killings satire too. Yeah. Like why? Like make those actually impactful. Like, I agree you know with that. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's what I mean by bring some more serious elements into it instead of trying to make the entire thing just the satire. Yeah. I agree with that. That's it could still I mean. be a satire, just not everything. Yeah. yeah. It's like is you didn't satire. have to do that. Like Cause that could have been a real. Just imagine if they took took the scene, and I know we're getting deep into it. The scene in the in the, in the um shop, mm-hmm. and they actually made that a a really cool killing. Scene. Oh, you're talking about when they when she was trying to cut it out. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. That that was a fail. Yeah, all you did was make her fall and bang her face, and she just died. Yeah, like like actually make them struggle. Actually yeah. make them like you know like uh, it was just make the hair actually like pull an eyeball out or fucking just something creative. Yeah. You made the hair slam the chick's face. It was a missed opportunity. Thing. It was like, yeah, I agree. What's up, Nate? <laughs> you just bought a weed. Uh. <laughs> you are so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Fuck you, Rod. Where you get that from? Because <laughs> I've been against it like all this time. Oh, my God. I'm like, how hey, I'm like, hey, I feel now buying that shit. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna be taking a nap, but she gonna whip you with it until you wake up. Right. <laughs> oh, she gonna leave it by his feet. Nobody there. Okay. Um. So, to Rod and Mike's point, I think they had some subjects and some themes that, if attacked right, could have really been the. Um, ideas and beauty norms within the black community or within black, with black women specifically, um, the way our hair can affect us in careers and in corporate America, all of that, if done right, could have been at least interesting. But, and I couldn't figure out, so we have the fact that the whole thing was so satirical the fact that it felt like I was watching Tales from the Hood. Mm-hmm. You all remember that? Yeah, mm-hmm. The problem is... The shits. Right. The problem is that oh, it looked like it shit. should have been part of that and not done in 2020. Mm. Like, the... It just... It looked... It was bad. It was just fucking bad. Um, but it's, I still was like, why is this not hitting? And I think because it was so satirical, it took things that are are actually serious with black women and made a joke of it. And Mm. it's almost like black women became a mockery in this film. Mm. So that's why I felt like this isn't hitting. Like, even though they're like, it's, it's, yeah, I just felt like it made a mockery out of issues that black women actually deal with on a day-to-day basis. And I know that wasn't the intention, but that's what ended up happening because they didn't take it seriously at all. Um, you can do a satire and address these social issues and still show it in some realm of seriousness. And they mm. just didn't do that. Yeah. So, so oh. Now you go ahead. Well, yeah, I kind of, so that's why I wanted to let mm-hmm. everybody go. Because um, I had a, uh, just to add on or just add to the discussion, because this is the question I had. Um, and I wanted to come back to, do you all, do you guys feel like they were trying to, hide behind the satire so so people so if if there was a backlash to how bad it was they can say that oh it was a satire no okay they had no choice in in this being a satire i mean it's about a killer weave there's there's just no way to make that serious right i think it was satire from the beginning yeah but because no one would take it serious from the jump then the best way to get no, they never that. wanted it to be serious. So you don't think okay? No, I don't think they hid behind the satire. I think if there is any backlash, it's because it's because of the satire. Almost, it's like it's no, there's much. no. It's too much, um, and not even so much like the it poking fun because, like Mike says, there's really no way to make an enchanted weave serious. Mm-hmm. But if you at least took the filmmaking process serious then the satire maybe is not, then you actually have something that it's like, oh, it's satirical and I can see the humor, but it was done well. Right. right. Like the dialogue was bullshit. The kills were bullshit. 
Like, like I said, it looked like I get that it was a supposed to be like in the eighties, but the shit looked like it was from the eighties. Like, what the hell? Like, no, it's still a film made in twenty twenty. Your your graphics and shit don't need to look like it's from eighty. Oh no, I like that. I like that. I, did I like thought it. that was cool. I like the I aesthetic of the camera and all, like because it reminded yeah. me of like a like when I watch when I was rewatching Scarface. Like, oh, it reminds me of like mm-hmm. that late eighties. You know what I mean? Like that. They era. clearly did that on purpose. Like right. they added yeah, grit to the screen. Like I think the dialogue was a little bit stale because they were trying to make it look like it was from that period. I like how they added people like Usher with the Gumby and Kelly mm-hmm. Rowland and all. I like that element. They did Farrell wrong though. They could have fixed this fade. Jay Farrell. Jay Farrell. They could have fixed it. They Julius. had, they had uh, oh. Usher fade all clean. His shit was off. <laughs> even when he was see, brushing, it was sounding as scratchy yeah, as hell. Like, <laughs> yeah, they did him bad. <laughs> I mean, he had, he had the best line of the whole movie when they were fucking. He said, I'm a phantom of that ass. <laughs> Man. <laughs> I fucking died. I did. I looked that fast card over and he said, Yeah, girl, the phantom of that ass. <laughs> oh, I remember that scene. I fucking died. I did not like that. That was but, funny. What? Not, really? I didn't know. I didn't. I, I thought it was corny. Oh, it was so stupid. I thought that whole part, right, when he was talking, was corny, though. But I mean, it, it, again, it seemed like they were trying to do that on purpose. It was just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's definitely. Some of them part. just didn't hit. Like, yeah. Well, I was going to say, Nate, I was going to ask you, was there a reason why they focused in on that time period as far as the late 80s, early 90s? Was, I don't know if that was a significance um, as far as the hairstyle changing and, and weaves being introduced into me. I, I, I wouldn't say that weaves were just introduced, but I think that's right around the time when weaves started to become more widely accepted. Really? In the 80s? Now, I said in the late, oh. that's when we were gearing towards. Now, if I'm being honest, I think one of the first people who got a weave and made it like, oh, it's okay for people to know you got a weave was when Toni Braxton came out in like the mid 90s mm. when she went from the short haircut to the second album with the long, the long wet and wavy. So at that mm. point, I think that's when it's like, oh, people don't care if you, to, if they know that you have a weave, but I want to say around the late 80s into the 90s was when women were regularly getting them. We just were making it so that you didn't know that. Like we didn't want you to re- like you the length and all of that. Like you have to make it so that it's not doesn't look like your hair just mm. grew overnight. Like you can't go from a short cut to a long cut because everybody's going to know you have a weave. And oh, oh my yeah. God. Like that was around the time where I think I've, and I don't know if it's that we were moving so much from wigs to weave because wigs have always been a thing. So maybe that's around the time when it wasn't wigs as much and we were actually doing sew-ins. So, um, yeah, I do think that that period in time might have been pivotal in the women's hair movement where women were starting to regularly get them, but we weren't quite to the point where we were acknowledging or wanted people to know that we were getting them. It looked more like a wig than a, to- than a weave to me. It did. Yeah, the, the, yeah it, it absolutely did. Mm-hmm. Rod, what did you think of the, our lead character, Anna? I thought she was good, actually. Yeah, I, I thought she was good. I, you, you mean like as a as an actor? And yeah, stuff? or yeah, or as the character itself? Yeah, I, I, that's what I'm saying. I saw the potential. Like, I, I really, I really thought she did her part well with what she had. Um, yeah, I, I didn't have a problem with her as a, as a lead lead character. I think she had probably some of the, the better performances, honestly. I, I I liked her. I don't know if this is her first big role. It might have been because I, I think I've seen her in a few small things. Mm-hmm. But um, I did like I, I did like how the movie started though. I like how it started as far as like mm-hmm. it shows you her experience with her hair or with her not really even being accepted mm-hmm. with her own looks. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, she was and good. She was too urban or whatever. I yeah. thought that was actually dope. I mean, and she they, definitely sold her being tender headed. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I felt that shit. I'm like, oh. Me too. Man. Yeah, that was like one of the only um like actual scenes where I was feeling uncomfortable. uncomfortable. Like, when she got really sew it in. Yeah, I was that like, shit was yeah. I was wondering, I was like, that shit. Yes, it's like that. I mean, I ain't it, you're but not it, bleeding, but it's sewn into your head. It's not sewn into your scalp. No. That's what I that, asked. that's what they were I doing. Thing. I was like, no. damn, they showed that shit to your scalp. <laughs> 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 like, no, dear. It's the hair. I'm I like, think, I'm look, oh, they just Jesus. No, I think not. the braid that they do is so already so yeah, tight on your head exactly. that when you put it something in, it's gonna pull no, it. I know, but in this in this, they were literally sewing, sewing it, it into, into her scalp. Yeah. 
They were? Yeah. Yeah, I man. That's why I was like, damn, they do that shit for I look. I the, the sound effects helped brought that shit home. Yeah, that was the sound effect. And how visual. close? Yeah. yeah. That was that was actually like, oh, that's why I thought the rest of the kills were gonna be really good. Yeah. But they they fell real flat. Mm-hmm. Real, real flat. Yeah. What did yeah. you figure figuratively too? They fell flat. <laughs> yeah, they <laughs> <laughs> like damn. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, we get introduced to her and then like we see her working at what is it? It's not R and B. It's R. It's called culture. 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 R and V and stuff like. I think that's the network or whatever. Um, and she's like, like the BET. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And then she's an assistant to one of the top execs, but she gets treated like trash for the most part. Don't even get paid that much. And then her boss ends up leaving, and that's when we see Dawson's Creek come in and take yeah. over the whole building. Well, well that's the Williams from Dawson Creek. Huh? Yeah, yeah it's Dawson. Oh, I never watched this show. Mm-hmm. I, I've seen pre. I've Y'all seen hating, the- bro. Previews for it, but I they watch, he watched it. He I don't want to wait. You think I will watch Dawson? You, you watched a couple episodes. Bro, there's no way in the hell. That was a hit back in the day. That shit that, was the that shit was way too white for me to it watch. Was it was super white. white. Like, it was, was Dawson's Creek. That's why I'm asking. You really think I will watch that shit? Yeah, exactly. Dawson's Creek kind of like made that phrase of this is too white. I ain't watched that. I ain't watched 90210. I ain't watched 90210. Nope. I ain't watched none of that. I ain't watched none of that. Nah. Hell no. I know. What, Mel- Mel- Hood, did you watch Melrose? No. What'd you say? Melrose Place? Well, mm-hmm. if he didn't watch Naruto, I don't even watch no fucking nah, Melrose Place. Melrose Place was a little more adult though. So like they had yeah. So. Only thing I watched that was white was like full house and shit like that. Rock, uh, Roseanne and shit like that. Mm-hmm. But but you think about it, they were fucking poor and all that. Like That's true. <laughs> you yeah. know. He's yeah. a nigga for real. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But yeah, when, once Dawson came in, that's when I knew I was like, okay, this is probably where we're going to get started with the, the foundation of the story. <laughs> what did you think about their introduction and like how they were taking over and that critique of white people and black culture? I love that part. Me too. Yeah. What did he say? He said uh, he called him a lost leader. And he said that they were only there for what, diversity mm-hmm. and some shit like that. Man, that shit was so damn real. Mm-hmm. And then they put, and then the fact that it was a white guy, like white guy, like basically looking over all the the blacks, the optics of that too, mm-hmm. and bringing in the light skin person yeah. to take over and stuff like that. So yeah, there were there were some things being said in that that I liked. And I, I liked how he complimented the culture, but also dissed it as well. Like he would say, like, you, look, this new Jack thing. He's like, I was with Teddy Riley and all of them yeah. motherfuckers. <laughs> this, the, this the future. <laughs> but you got to do it this way. Like how he got, you know, uh, what's her name? Uh, Lena Waithfield. She was the soul. And then Sister Soul and all that stuff. And mm-hmm. I, she was <laughs> critiquing. He was basically like coming out for them. And he went through Vanessa to kind of channel that. But I think also like looking at like, like if you're black watching all of that, like you're watching a black show with black host and black music and the person behind it all is a white person. Mm-hmm. And it, there are sites today that exist like that. Well, a lot of hip hop sites are white ran. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, so that, that, that was some shit there, man. Which is why this really should have been better. Which is why what? It should have been better. Yeah, it should have been better. They should have gotten... I don't think this whoever this person is, this guy that you're saying made this, mm-hmm. I don't think he was qualified to make a whole movie like this. He should have got help. He did have help. Oh. It was a uh, but it was a Israeli guy. Well, I mean, is, is it is an Israeli guy that knows horror? See, I don't know. Like I I, I can't. What's the movie? Do you have those in your he, notes? Uh, he Justin directed and it's solely directed and written by him. The production is a is a bunch of people, like at least uh, three other people outside of Justin. Well, it had one one in, I forgot his name, but Israeli dude that came in specifically to With help Eddie uh, Vesman, but he didn't write or direct it. He was he was executive, I think. Yeah, mm-hmm. he didn't need an executive. He needed. Someone that yeah. no, 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 for sure. Sit with him and Jordan Peele. <laughs> he the go-to guy. I he mean, he is. Peele maybe could have helped with this because yeah. he could have gave him more mm-hmm. ideas as far as making that horror element mm-hmm. come together. Because that was actually my biggest gripe watching this is I was just like I wasn't interested in any of the kills. It's like you have this killer hair, and all you're making it do is just like drink the blood. little bit of blood. Yeah. Like make the hair actually kill people. Other than just, oh, I'm going to wrap around somebody's neck and break it. Like, come on. Be a little bit creative. 
Yeah. I like I mean, that remind me of the Jay Farrell sex scene where he was like, oh yeah, I know how you like to use that rope. <laughs> when the weed was <laughs> But th- that kill wasn't even cool. Like you just what broke a glass and you just stabbed him. Like, yeah. come on. Yeah, I thought there was gonna be more hair with that kill. Like she basically just killed him. Like you don't even have to do the hair shit. The only creative thing they did throughout this whole thing that I was actually like, okay, that was actually slick, was when they made the hair go after her period blood. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. Yeah. So I was like, oh, okay. I mean, I expected once she pulled the thing out, the mm. the pad or whatever, I was like, okay, that's what they're going to do. But that but was then they said, least- this never happened. <laughs> <Huh>? <laughs> it was like, this never happened. Wait, who said that? She did. She, she looked in the mirror. She was like, this, this never happened. happened. Oh, I didn't even pay attention to that part. Yes. I was still it was, that was the only benefit that we've had. Shit, I ain't got to buy tampons no more. Oh yeah, it did suck up all of it, didn't it? Good job. Came right back up too, like ain't nothing happened. <laughs> yeah. That was at least kind of creative, but the rest of the kills, I was just like, really? Come on, man. The little, the rapist, fucking landlord, landlord. Oh, I was like, black pussy is my passion, or something like that. <laughs> that was a bit too on the nose. I was like, all right, man, yeah. being a little much. You already know he was. He always had a beater <laughs> on, dirty as hell, with a beer that was half drinking. Like, like yeah, you like, knew he was going to rape. Yeah. You knew he was a sleaze ball yeah. rip. And then when the black woman, after he died, the black woman come out talking about something, he tried to raise my rent too. And mm-hmm. basically that's what he did to Anna. And then the other girl came out behind him like, like rapist. So, you know, he did something to her probably or someone well, that she know. I don't think it's a problem. Yeah. Yeah. That was a bit too. I don't know. What did y'all think? It could have been. It could have been so much better. It could have been better. Did y'all like uh, Blair Underwood and, and his, <laughs> his pro-black <laughs> Wait, Blair was the thing with the, the black man with blonde uncle. hair. It, was, it wasn't her daddy. That was, uncle. was his uncle. Oh. Yeah, that was an uncle. Oh. Yeah, he got mad at her like fairy tales. <laughs> then he gave her a lecture. <sighs> he was like, "Yeah, talking about white people tell you their history and program you and do all this other stuff, and you know you don't even know who you are." I didn't realize that was him. Yeah, that was him. I don't. I, I thought it was Lawrence Fishburne. <laughs> You did not. Yeah, come on, now. He, nah, he, nah. <laughs> we got to give Ken that. We got to give Ken that. Because remember last time, he thought, uh, he thought hey, Mary J. Blige was. That's between oh, that's us. That's that's he thought she was who? Man. Nobody. He, but who, he, thought, he thought Mary J. Blige was Pam, Pam. Martin. <laughs> Damn, Mike. Like, what? I thought we were cool. You, you think that's close? He, he thought for the, how many episodes we had watched? Like three, four, three? Three or four. Three, he thought I mean, the first They look nothing alike. They don't, but I'm I, Kept try- look, let's it's go. Keep, keep He's like, why you talking about old shit? <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah, that that her family dynamic, as far as the respect she gets in her family, because it seemed like she plays, I've, she's the niece, so she's not even their, you know, son or daughter. But um, even when she's trying to tell like about her day and stuff, she gets overtalked, and mm-hmm. and even then when she does explain her thoughts, she gets belittled by her uncle, mm-hmm. who had to come back and apologize, but still was like, I can't really even express myself in my own family. She was a nappy-headed daughter. She was a little <laughs> nappy-head in the corner. It would have been a little bit better if there was at least an accurate story, like a real story of the past that he threw in there and then added on the moss chick or whatever, the moss hair weave. Mm-hmm. Like you jumped to basically this whole fictional thing. So what he said was great. But how about you give us something like real, a real life example, and then add in the fictional elements on top or in addition. But, you know, what he said was dope, but that was it. I wasn't feeling any of that moss hair creature story. So it was just like, come on, man. Like, this is a bit too, I mean, that, that is the way horror movies usually go. Shit has to be really coincidental. Mm-hmm. But come on, you ain't got the monster weave. And then it just so happens that you know this monster weave story. It's like, come on. Yeah. Have yes. a little bit of creativity here. It felt like an afterthought. It, like the whole moss haired girl or whatever didn't like, and I don't know, maybe Ken, if they had based it in some sort of reality or really sold the whole lineage slave folklore story. I just didn't mm-hmm. feel, I felt like, especially once you get towards the end and they start doing all the other little reveals it just felt like an afterthought to the actual story. I don't know. Yeah. Um, for me, I, I thought that could have been, I feel like the family dynamic, like with Blair, could have been, I thought, I was expecting him to die, first of all. I thought the weed was going to attack him when she was doing more research on it. But I was hoping that the weave would get more and more dangerous mm-hmm. as we got along. 
it did, but it was just like, I mean, like creepy dangerous. Like the kills would be like, maybe the rip somebody's face off with right, the hair. Something. But it was just like, okay, why is this monster weave? Like, what is this whole, it's, it's an actual witch. It's not even just the thing. That's what they were trying to describe it as. Like it's, it slowly takes over your mind and stuff like that. That's why you have those weird dreams and shit. That was when her and Vanessa Williams was talking about it. Speaking yeah, of that. Yeah, I was trying to repossess you. Do y'all like her character as far as Vanessa Williams, like her role Z- in this? Zora. She's okay. fine. <laughs> just, I didn't care about her. Nah, yeah, I'm trying to think. It was just like. It wasn't strong enough. Nah. Like, if she was supposed to be like the, the originator or whatever, like what, like, it wasn't strong enough. Or even like with her the person she replaced Edna, do you think that Anna was like foul towards Edna as far as not really supporting her? This, I think- Edna was fucked up. I'm trying to think who Edna was. The one with the dreads who was- I thought she was gonna have a bigger role. Wait, what, wait, hold on. Who the was, who the original Edna? boss who had the dreadlocks. Oh, 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 okay, go ahead. Yeah. He was in Snowfall. She mm-hmm. was like- mm-hmm. Yeah. But nah, yeah. Um, yeah, I thought her role was gonna be bigger than that, so that was disappointing. I thought it was gonna be- she was gonna come save her. Come save her from and all yeah, that. Yeah, me too. With the locks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, but <laughs> she died in the salon. The locks is good. Yeah. <laughs> she died in the salon. It didn't even make yep. any sense. What yeah. the fuck killed you? You fell on the ground. Get up. What is this? She died. Her head hit the ground hard. That's what they. That's what the kill looked you like. You see all the blood that came out when she hit the ground. That was all her head hitting the ground. Nah, man. Because the thing grabbed her foot. She she ran like. <laughs> yeah, she could have so got. And why her. did it even yeah, attack her in the first place? Because he was trying to cut. It was in a beauty shop. He was right. trying to cut it out. But she wasn't even doing nothing. Dang, that's why I'm asking. And my thing was like. So was MC Light like <laughs> was MC Light supposed to be the hero? Was supposed to take out the weave? This is where you go when you get the weave taken was that out. MC Light? It was. Was it? Yeah. Oh shit. The one that was cutting the hair yeah. was MC yeah. Light. MC Light died first. Oh, but you want another weave. I she made it, she one. made up one of her rhyme references too. Like uh some she said a rhyme line when she I was didn't cutting it. Yeah. That was her. That's funny. They did that a few times. Well, girl, talking my lover, you're never gonna get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was corny as fuck. <laughs> <It sure> was. <laughs> that was she so was like, she was like, she can get it. <laughs> oh, that was so corny. <laughs> but not, I like what Edna represented though. Like she was like, I'm gonna, I, I don't want to be a part of this thing. Yeah, but it should have been more though. I don't know. It's just and, it's and it, stupid. And the problem was like, you know, you said I had something for you, Anna. But also, you're also not paying her shit. And I don't know if if that prevented you from doing that, but how uplifting, how, you know, sister, sister, are you if you're not, if you weren't doing that when you were in a position to do that? And Anna brought that up when they had their little confrontation. Mm -hmm. Um, When she, it was a scene that she couldn't put the code in at Mm -hmm. first. But she was like, I've got promoted. I'm going to get my own show. Now, we found out later that that was false as far as her hosting her own show. But I did feel like, there, there is a conversation there within as far as like what they were trying to uh, expound upon like yeah you could be all righteous and shit but at the end of the day you gotta you gotta produce mm-hmm. and you didn't do that you didn't help I had to do it my own way I had to do it this way I thought that was interesting what was Usher's and Kelly Rowland's point I think it was the cameo now, which one was Kelly she, she was, was, the, was the, oh, the pop yeah. star song. oh okay and she clearly had a weave but was her weave going around killing people too like yeah, it so was. like it was. That's why he Usher was asking. She been acting like ever since she went to that salon. She's been acting different. Mm-hmm. Stupid. But it, but that was it. Like I mean, you didn't never show that or like you're supposed to just kind of infer yeah, that infer. that's what's going. That on. the pop star is killing people too. Zombie that bitches. any of these people that have a weave from this. Weave. Yeah. You remember when she was interviewing with uh, Vanessa Williams at first? Her weave kept on moving from side to side. Yeah, I remember that. So that was kind of. It was like, I, I was basically saying, like, it's killing there. There's a lot of other bad weaves out there killing mm-hmm. people. It just seemed like Usher was supposed to have a bigger part, and he just had that little one part. Just cameo. Yeah. yeah. With his Gumby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, mm. yeah, this fell flat. So Jay Farrow, was was that, was his character, <laughs> was that more about, like, <laughs> was I supposed to believe he was supposed to be some sex symbol, like? That's what they're like, trying to turn him into. Hell yeah. <sighs> What's wrong? You, you can't believe it? No, I cannot. <laughs> he can't even impersonate one. I'm straight. Damn. <laughs> that was funny. Can't <laughs> impersonate one. Jay Farrell was getting all, all the homes, bro. No, I, I thought it was like they were talking about like how black men still 
can get into higher places over black women mm-hmm. was I don't know if that was a reach, but I was like, is this the angle they're going? Because she kept on bringing up how he got a job over her and he was just a receptionist when he first started. We'll be back after this quick break. So I'm saying he kind of alluded to him sleeping his way to the top. It's just a matter of them overlooking black women yes. in exchange for black men. Cause she was just like, you know, so-and-so saw something in him that she didn't see in me. So I, I don't think it was necessarily implying that he was sleeping his way to the top, even though he so, kind of sort of was. But he was already, he was given that show prior Before. to the to the Zora showing up. Mm-hmm. But the new show, wait, no, Zora's hosting the new show. Never mind. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. But Zora ended up sleeping with Julius, but yes. we don't know who made a move on who. Which I'm so. I'm surprised the weave didn't kill Julius when he was sleeping with Vanessa. I don't think Vanessa was crazy or possessed by it by then no she was possessed by it the difference is that anna had a problem with him she was upset with him because she ultimately mm-hmm. left her that's right Zora. so there was a there was a, a vendetta there yeah and yeah, we that's right. took that's care right. of it for so did, did y'all did y'all find lena character funny at all no who lena waste no especially at, at the end when the weed was like attacking the whole office I building <laughs> chuckle a little bit when she was like you know I like the fellas sometimes <laughs> <laughs> is that a true thing or something yeah, yeah. Oh, so she dibble she she no she's she, she don't dibble she uh-uh. like ladies why she say sometimes I, I, I think the character yeah. well no I mean that's the way some lesbians do look at it mm-hmm. every once in a while they might want penis but they're still lesbians that's, that's right. their primary, you're right you know you're right but no, I didn't like her part at all it was fucking trash when mm-hmm. she was up there and she was like acting like she was dead and she was she still came. talking. Watch the the weed was wrapped around her. Like, no, 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 not that part. Oh, not that part. It was two different parts. Right, two different parts. Then she comes downstairs and she's like, "I was trying to act like you know, something with these zombie bitches." And I was like, "Okay," but then you had what's her face, Anna, like save her or whatever, and then like ten seconds later, you kill her. Like you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like you went through all of this shit where Anna is trying to save her. They get away. And then fucking a minute and a half later on, the fucking doors open up and she dies. I was confused. This whole, that whole scene, ending scene, confused me. Because don't Anna have an enchanted weave too? So why they weaves ain't fighting? They, I thought they did fight. Mm-hmm. For like one scene. That weave did not protect her in any way, shape, or form against them bitches. I thought when... when it they, when was she, one scene where their hair went whoosh. Yeah. And they was tussling with each other and then she took off. Oh, and that was no, it. because all of the weeds are from the same creature, remember? Right. So then why would they fight? It's not supposed to protect Anna? No, it's just, no, the, the weave is you. She has to Anna. give in to the weave. Mm-hmm. And she has to give in to the dark side and become one of the zombie bitches. And she wasn't. And, and she wasn't doing that. She was fighting the weave. Yeah. Jesus, okay. It was still trash. <laughs> wrong, but I mean, yeah. It's I don't, symbolic. It's saying that black women should fight the weaves. <laughs> It's the messaging. And then like Message. How, how women don't like to get their hair wet, that's how you destroy Yeah, them. that was really <laughs> corny. It was like, come on, y'all. <laughs> Why do you like that, man? I was like, they about to do it. They about to do it. Yep, yep. they about like, to do it. Because I'm like, because I was, <laughs> by that point, I was halfway watching. I'm like, what is, she, why is she just in here smoking a cigarette? What is she about to do? <sighs> and then I was like, oh, really? Because they make a warning early, like don't make make sure you don't get your hair wet. Yeah, and then the one girl comes in with her hair all fucked up. And she's yeah, like, he told me don't get it wet. <laughs> girl, he said don't get it wet. <laughs> oh, was she, like, <laughs> oh, she stole old girl's line to to say to the person that put the weave in. To my, have you ever had a dream? Remember, she had just saw that shit on TV. I think oh, I didn't, Kelly I didn't said realize it. that. Yeah, yeah, she had stolen. Have you ever had a dream that you're willing to do anything for or something like she was? Oh, yeah, she had she had stole that line. That's so stupid. <laughs> I, my thing was when when they gave her that grease to put in her hair, the pink oil moisturizer the, that was clearly supposed to be blood, and I was like, at no point did you bother to read the ingredients. What did it, it say? It fucking said it. pig's blood on it. Oh. She was like, this is the damn appetizer. Right. <laughs> she threw it out the window. So, I think, again, 
that's a nod to the natural hair community. So no, reading uh, reading the ingredients wasn't a thing because there's so many chemicals in hair that you don't know what you're reading anyway. Oh. So at, when the natural hair movement really started booming, one of the things was looking at the label and it being things that you can actually recognize. No parabens, right? And no like parabens, no sulfates, and all that kind of stuff, and being able to actually recognize the ingredients on the label. So yeah. that was kind of a nod to the natural hair community, and then it was a nod to pink oil moisturizer. So, yeah. Everybody used that. Yeah, yeah, man. So if she would have used the the <sighs> pig's blood, then she could have kept it under control. Well, yeah, she, she was said it was appetizing. Ah, she was using it. And when she stopped, that's when it got. That's nah, when it, the, the thing just wanted something different. It wanted oh. a little something else. You yeah, she said it. You, know, you can't eat chicken every night. It's you not enough. This is an appetizer. You can't eat chicken every night. Well, yeah, you shouldn't. <laughs> Depending on who cook it. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Fried chicken, hey, man. Fried chicken, baked chicken. Bolt chicken, grilled chicken. <laughs> is there something in pink moisturizer that? Hell, I don't know. Pink blood, motherfucker. Yeah, it probably years. is. I wouldn't be surprised, to be yeah. honest. I, I mean, they put fucking, what is it? Uh, urea, that fucking, is it horse piss? Really? In what? What's that horse piss in it? In all kinds of hair products yeah. and lotions. That's mm. mm. one ball. Because mm. you use it all your life. Yeah, that, that horse you piss on your head so much. You say, fuck it. So, at the ending scene where they were back at, where well, we followed the truck back to where the original place comes from and find out that Dawson's Creek is literally they the place. to Dawson's Creek and that's where the fucking monster was. So, the man was behind Jesus it all. Jesus Christ. That was <sighs> Come on, man. Is that was that was the was that the last eye roll you had for the movie? Yeah, I was just like fucking for real. Like you guys are trying too hard. It's like, oh, the white man's behind everything. He's even behind your weave. <laughs> All right, really? At that point, so they yeah. had a cowboy in a picture, right? He's in the far. I don't know if y'all saw that, but in the, in that oh, picture with man. the tree, it was like a little cowboy or something sitting on a log. Not log. <laughs> <or> rock. <laughs> what? Really? Yeah, yeah. It's like what was he, he doing? He just chilling. He was just chilling, like you know. Stop yeah. it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> he yeah. He's in the picture. Where? Where? When they when they looking at the picture, they zoom Where in on it. Like, <laughs> like a cowboy would. Uh, like a cowboy would, you know. When his boots kicked up, with his hat turned tilt down. That's how that's, that's what the shit was. Y'all think I'm bullshit. Go back and watch this shit. <laughs> I didn't see. I ain't even noticed that, bro. Oh, yeah. I wasn't even really watching. I was just listening at that point. Nah, yeah, oh, I saw that. God. I was like, oh, okay, wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny because when they when they when they oh. dissolved back into the actual scene, it was the dudes with the hat, the cowboy mm. hats on and stuff. So yeah, he was in, they was in the picture, and then it dissolved to the guys in the actual field. So if this oh, was supposed man. to be about, I don't know, like didn't they say something about the Native Americans in here too? They did. Mm. So I I also got well not the, native I think it was uh, the Indian, Indians or something yeah Indian. actual Indians yeah yeah, like, yeah but India. I don't know it was just it seemed like it, the message was starting to get a little bit muddy or, or are they did they have something to do with weaves too well a lot of the a lot of weave comes from India so specifically okay. in India and she alluded to it when they um were picking they said India hair. not Indians right yes, yes, that's yes. okay right. so there's a cere- <laughs> that's where I got yeah the there's a ceremony where women will grow their hair and then as a sacrifice to their god they will cut it off and go bald headed and so a lot of that hair then becomes wefted and weaves for you know distribution here in the states like the sun, like the one you got that? it's um so <laughs> they stupid man what you say <laughs> like the one you got <laughs> Hey, I'm going to mess with you, buddy, because I'm I, trying to tell your ass how to get it. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know what the name of the ceremony is, but they do it with they do it with little girls as young as two. They let them grow their hair out, and then they cut their hair off. Hmm. And then as women, it's almost like, it's like it's, it's just that it's a sacrifice. It's saying, because mm-hmm. like she said, their hair is supposed to be looked at as one of the most, so I'm going to sacrifice my beauty for my God. And Interesting. I've never mm-hmm. heard that before. We was trying to find out where they was making the weaves at to see if we could get in on, and, and get some distribution deals. While we was in India, yeah. To me, the ending was just like I, I didn't even understand. Like when when her cousin, uh huh. So I was wondering if you were gonna say oh. that. So I thought that was interesting, actually. So her cousin at the end says she was going because mm-hmm. her cousin always had long hair. She says she's tired of the creamy crack. She wants to give her hair a rest. And so I thought that was interesting because on one hand you have Anna who has struggled with her hair and being okay with her hair all of her life. 
which a lot of women do, and because they find their hair unmanageable, they'll get wigs or weaves in order to have manageable what they think is nice hair. And then you also have women who have, whose hair is perfectly healthy, long, whatever, but because they don't protective styles, they're tired of doing it. They don't. They want to give their hair a rest. They'll go and get weaves as well, which is why I got my damn wig. <laughs> As a protective style. So I thought that was an interesting call to the different reasons why women will get weaves or wigs or whatever. Hmm. I learned a lot in that movie, though. Well, that's good. You did? As far as the process. Really? I, what did you learn? Nicole? You learned it from bad hair? No, I mean, like, I'm saying as far as, like, how painful the process is. Hmm. Like, I, I know it of the... the oh, I'm sorry. I keep cutting you off. No, no, no. I was just saying, like, I, I, I know as far as, like, the relaxer shit burning your head and all that mm. shit, that pain. But, like, the actual weave itself, I thought it was... Because it's so common now, at least for me, that I didn't think it was... I just thought it was just a long process to deal with. It's not a painful process. But you ever saw see, that Chris Rock documentary? I did see good hair, but they were always, I, I, from what, it was a long time ago when I seen it, but what I remember is like there were struggles as far as them talking about how painful the process was, relaxing, like the creamy crack. Mm. As far as the weave itself, they were more talking about it, it, like you were saying, it relieves them from having to maintain it and, and all that other stuff, like the benefits of it. Yeah, so I think, that, but it can be a painful process um, because to the point in the film, you braid your hair up. For the most part, you braid your hair up underneath. And even when you get braids, like braiding your hair can be a painful process. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I mean. Individuals, mm-hmm. like when you get individual box braids, how many of you know women who get braids and they can't sleep on their hair and they have to pop Tylenol because their hair that hurts used for to be me. So, yeah, even getting the braids can be a painful process. And then if you have these tight braids to your scalp and then you're taking a needle and going through this braid, yeah, it's painful. And it takes a couple of days for your hair to grow out and loosen up. So, yeah, even getting a weave, getting braids, a a lot of the things that women go through in their hair process is painful and sometimes damaging to their hair. Mm -hmm. I thought it was funny when uh, she went into the building and she walked in and all these people were dead. Oh, it was, I forgot the name of the, the person that was dead on the table. Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh, there's something bad here happened. And she was like, yeah, I can see that. <laughs> I liked her, man. She was actually pretty good. Because when she said it, I was like, no shit, Sherlock. Mm-hmm. But the fact that they wrote that in as a, what I felt like would have been a, a typical black response. I thought mm-hmm. was I, I did give n- nod to that. I thought that was funny. They had some moments. You know? I did like the the lady at the salon who was like, "This surfing nigga got me." Oh, <laughs> <that's what's laughs> <it. laughs> oh, and she was like, "Yo, like my hair is all messed up." I can't remember exactly what she said. She, she was like, "Yes, I can I see, say, that. I see that." <laughs> I was like, "Damn, it mm-hmm. would chop her ass up." I but, have potential, uh, man. Yeah. Yeah. She had another one when she was talking to Julian. She said something that was funny. I know when she went off on him, I felt her in that scene. Yeah. And she was like, the bitch could be old enough to be your mama, but we, yeah, she, 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 uh, tired on him a little And he bit. said the like, same oh. thing that, that I know. I was like, oh, that's the first time she's actually yelling. Mm-hmm. He said, that's kind of sexy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Try to pull her back in. Mm-hmm. Nah, that was some real shit. She's showing a little passion. He was like, okay. Mm-hmm. I thought yeah. the score was cool too. I did like the music. I didn't yeah. even notice the music. Yeah, it was catchy. Yeah, I think yeah. you cool. didn't notice it because it fit so well mm-hmm. in with the mm-hmm. time. I will give you that, and I think you know you mentioned Kelly Rowland's all over the school, all over the soundtrack. So I mm-hmm. think that they did music, original music specifically for this time period. And I was wondering if that was like real. I was like, oh, this is like a little bop for real. Like, I, I, I like <laughs> yeah. this. Yeah, those are not real songs from back then. Um, mm-hmm. Any last thoughts of Bad Hair? Was it? Did it exceed expectations? Like I know no, we watched the trailer. Was very far below expectations. Mm-hmm. I actually really thought it was going to be creative. Me and too. It was not at all. But I will say this: my girl went on a on a trip with two of her friends, and she was like, "Hey, we watched a scary movie." And I was like, "What did you watch?" And she goes, "Bad hair." Oh, oh shit! And I was like, oh, "Wait, wait, did you seriously find it scary?" And she was like, "Yes, I was terrified. I had nightmares." Oh, baby, what is you doing? So I'm wondering if other people like, maybe have seen this and thought that it was legitimately scary because all of them did. Mm. And I was like, I didn't find anything about yeah, this I, scary. Yeah, I usually don't fuck with scary movies, but as soon as I cut it on, I was like, 
Uh, this is I'm not gonna be, be scary. Right. No, I was like, right. uh, I thought that's what I thought he was gonna say too. He said, the second I cut it down, I was like, <laughs> now, I was like now I was just looking at it. I don't know if it's because it was in the morning time too when I was watching it, but it was just like I didn't feel so it was daylight outside. <laughs> and you were still scared? Nah, I wasn't scared. <laughs> he wasn't no. scared because it was daylight. Yeah, I usually I usually watch scary movies in the daylight because I'm like, all right, I got the whole day to forget I'm about the you, shit. I'm with you on that. I'm to watch it. I'm like, Rob, this is my spirit. At the end of the day. I, got a, I got an imagination at the end of the day. I don't want you to be dreaming about this shit. I think I watched The Witch. It was like one o'clock in the afternoon. I said, you are not catching me slipping today. <laughs> but I was like, this ain't, I don't feel nothing, especially when I saw Blair Underwood. I was like, this ain't going to be scary at all. Like, when I saw his, uh, I mean, Blair Underwood, Usher, you got an and for Jay Farrell. It's like, yeah, you know, once you see all these comedians scary. in it or like funny people or people who can't really act, like, it's like, all right, <laughs> it ain't going to be that deep. <laughs> That's what I thought too, but apparently it worked on some people. Wow. They're actually showing it at the drive in right now. Really? Yeah. Like at Starlight? Mm -hmm. I think they should have. I'm just going back to what you guys said earlier. They definitely should have took certain aspects of a little bit more serious. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because you could try when they were trying to be serious with certain messages, like the monologues they would give certain people. It's just and I was the like, kills, man. I just oh yeah. God. Like I'm just thinking about the salon scene where the, it ends with just her, the hair just going into the girl's mouth while she's screaming. Do and it look, more and it with looked, that. And it looked. I thought fake. it was going to bust it out her head. Fake. Yeah, if it did that, I'd be like, oh, okay, that's actually yeah. dope. But it didn't. It just yeah. went down her throat, mm-hmm. and the hair didn't do that for anybody else throughout the entire movie. Mm-hmm. It only went after blood. Mm-hmm. So yep. did she have like an ulcer? And then the hair fight <laughs> at the end. The what? The hair fight. You say she have an ulcer? That's what he said. Oh. Why did it go down her throat like that? Yeah, yeah you know, it might be right. Bless Bless it. It would burn it, though. <sighs> I don't know. I mean, the acid, stomach acid would probably burn the weave. Oh, be offense. No, because it, it was super strong weave. It, we are not reading this is true. types of weave. If it was yeah. Brimmy. Which Isn't weave? there super strong the weave? Like, like vibranium, vibranium <laughs> weaves, no like Wakanda? It's a vibranium That's what I heard. That has a Wakanda. Hey, Wakanda weave probably the best weave out That's there. That's what I'm boy. saying. You can't even cut through that shit. No such thing. As you ain't got to sew it or nothing. It just, it just like Attaches magnetized. <laughs> That's what Shuri had. No. We all knew Zora was still alive, right? Or possessed. No, that didn't make any sense. It killed Zora, and then Zora come back acting like she's still like she just in the back. And it killed Zora just because she like you didn't have to kill her because she was about to cut it off. Yeah, that's what the that's what the story said. The story said that when the slave girl tried to cut it off, that it would kill her. It oh, would strangle yeah. the, whoever tried to take it out. So it broke her neck, but then it still she kept was possessed her by the. Alive. My thing is yeah. because she was possessed. That's what the story said too. That if it tried to cut it out, it would kill you, and the witch would take over your body. So who is the actual witch? Is it Dawson? No, Dawson just grow the shit. He grow the witch tree. So where's the witch? In the witch the, is the, the tree. In the, in the hair. They should have shown the witch at some point. Well, she doesn't have a like, physical form. Technically, I thought that was false. Yeah, that was technically false. Remember that little big ass hairball that came out body. the ground? Exactly, when Zora came back. I don't remember the hairball coming out the ground. I don't yeah, remember that she either. she snatched up the, sh- the girl with the short. Oh, the hairball did come. With Ross. Yeah. When she remember Ross talking to her like, I haven't seen the old girl all day. She's at my end. And all of a sudden, she grabbed her, yeah. pulled her in the room. But I don't remember it coming out of the ground. I it thought did. that it-, it was a pile of hair that started to come up and then it turned around and it was Zora. Oh, at the end? Mm-hmm. Towards the end, yeah. This is before Lena Waif got killed. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember that, yeah. Oh, yeah, somebody, it, was, that. it was in that room, though. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was in the room. But still, they could have shown the witch. The witch should have been in that tree. Like, when they showed the very end where the hair was growing out of the tree, the witch should have been in there chilling. Like, <laughs> like I lost it. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, it was, a, it was an interesting watch. It wasn't that long. It was not an interesting watch. No, game. it wasn't. It was I'm, I'm trying to just give the other no, people out there. No, no, no. But Look, hey. Jordan Peele fucked up everybody with the he, game. Like, Jordan Peele fucked the whole game up. He really did. Don't blame this on Jordan no, Peele. No, no, yes. no, 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 no. What, oh, no, go, go, ahead, what, no go, ahead, go ahead, go ahead. What I mean is, black people have been absent from creating horror films for decades. Jordan Peele shows up and is like, this is how we can get ourselves involved. We can make horror films but at the same time, we could teach a lesson. And then people came up behind and they're trying to do the same mm-hmm. shit. Yep. You know, and it's not turning out well. If mm-hmm. it wasn't for Jordan Peele, I really don't think we would have bad hair, Lovecraft Country. We Ante- wouldn't have this Antebellum. shit. Antebellum. Antebellum. Yeah. Jordan Peele, I feel like, is responsible for a lot of this. 
these people just don't have the brain he has. Because this, because it feels like because Jordan Peele is a true fan of horror movies. Yes, like he's the a genre. Student. Yes, you just can't hop into this shit. That's no. what I'm noticing. About we this. never should have gave you niggas Jordan Peele. But they say horror movies. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's going on? Right but they say horror movies are the easiest films to make, though. Who says that? Just the industry. The industry said horror films and um, romantic comedies are like the easiest films to make. Yeah, but not good. Yeah, That's I feel you. I feel you. Know you. What I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you can make you can make one because you don't have to really think that hard about the plot, mm-hmm. and people will probably still watch it. But mm-hmm. it's gonna right. be a one hitter and quitter, right, right. But people like Jordan Peele have come in and been like, "No, nah, I'm gonna make a movie that you need to watch three, four, five times." Mm-hmm. And Bad Hair, I feel like thought. It was kind of on that trajectory, but they don't have they don't have the creativity that he has. Which is why I felt like using satire as a way to do it is a way for them to kind of do it without mm, having to really do it. Yeah, try too hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see that. And see with Jordan Peele in, in a few interviews I've heard, like he is like all in, not just the surface level stuff, but mm-hmm. like he's like deep. In the catalog or yep. whatever they call it of horror movies. If you watch that horror noir mm-hmm. um, special, that's mm-hmm. I think it's, it's on like, AMC. No, it's on. Well, it might have originally, but I think I watched it on Shutter. Mm. It was either on Shutter or Netflix, but it's really mm. talking about the history of black horror. And he was on that um, that other one with Eli Roth. I forget. So I forget what it's called. I know. Yeah, it was there's just another on this weekend. And if he he yeah, there's a new one coming out right. Mm-hmm. And when you listen to him talk, you can tell that this is not something he just walked into and just decided he was going to make horror movies. He's been a fan his whole life. Yep. And you can tell like this guy, whoever this person is that made this, he just walked in and thought just what you were saying. Horror movies are easy to make. Mm-hmm. Let me just knock it out real quick. Mm-hmm. And he did a shit job. Yeah. Well, those are our thoughts on the movie Bad Hair. I have. I have oh, you got one? Go ahead. Closing, more closing, closing remarks. Yes. No, take I us out. just like to say that, like I said, this movie really could have done a better job at, at highlighting the issues that black women have with their hair. And while, yes, there is definitely a, a, a aspect of the weave game that does lend itself to westernized beauty, we have progressed as a race and we have progressed as women to be able to do whatever the hell we want to with our hair and still feel ourselves beautiful. And I saw a lot of critiques and comments saying that this movie makes it seem like any woman who owns a weave does not appreciate the beauty in her natural hair. And that's just simply that's not true. the case, which is why I said I think that this movie walked away making a mockery out of black women instead of embracing or showcasing the issues that we actually really real life day to day in our nine to fives deal with in terms of our hair. So. The end. Y'all fucked up. Yeah. Kind of makes sense because I felt that way about when I saw Dear White People, the movie. I was like, this seems very surface level. So I could see how he kind of fucked up with this too. Mm. There's some horror stories they can tell. I've heard them. Jeez. <laughs> All right. And you're going to wake up. That weed going to be on your forehead. Yeah, you're going to scare the shit out of you too. I'm going to burn it. No, put them little uh, dog eye contacts out with yep. the weed, mom. <laughs> Come here, Rod. <laughs> Now I'll do it for us this week. We out. Peace. <laughs>